coming up on The Potter's Touch. See, we're always saying stuff to God, but we don't keep our end of the bargain. God can't give you what you're asking for if you're going to still be filled with anger and hostility and unforgiveness and pride and jealousy. We need a good purging in this house because God's got something for you. He said, whatever you lost serving me, I will give it back to you. Hello, everybody. I'm excited to have the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you today. I believe this word is really going to speak to your life in a powerful and pragmatic way. The message today is the principles of promise. Did you know that every promise has some principles that go along with it? Or are you so excited about the promise that you don't check out the principles? Well, my friend, let's go to the word of God, 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 14 through 24, and hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. So she goes in the temple and she cries out under God. And this is what really got me. Eli thinks she's drunk. She was acting so crazy. She said, don't think I'm a daughter of Belial. I, I know I might be acting like a heathen, but I'm not. She says, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I got to get this out of me so I can receive what God has for me. I've got to get this out of me so I can receive what God has for me. I got to get this out of me so I can receive what God, I got to get this out of me so I can receive what God has for me. God can't give you what you're asking for if you're going to still be filled with anger and hostility and unforgiveness and pride and jealousy and envy and strife. We need a good purging in this house. We need a good cleaning out in this house. We need a good release in this house because God's got something for you. Give him 30 seconds of crazy praise. Praise it like you want something. Praise it like you're willing to give up something. Praise it like you need a release from the Lord. You see, this is, this is why, this is why we don't get things from God. Because you can't feel what's already filled. You cannot feel what is already filled. There's got to be an emptying out. And the reason I wanted to call, I almost called the message first things first, is because God says, I can't give you what you're asking for until you release 
all of that bitterness and all of that anger and all of that hostility and all of that pride and all of that unforgiveness, I got to get it out of you first things first. I feel like I'm talking to somebody. I don't even know who it is. But you've been wondering why it's been so long and you've been praying so long and you've been asking so long and you've been waiting so long and you've been saying, when are you going to do it? And God is saying the same thing to you that you're saying to him. He said, I've been waiting so long. I've been expecting so long. I've been looking at you so long. When are you going to do it? Because I can't do what you want until you do what I want. Dump that out of you. And Eli spoke to her and he says, the priest spoke to her and says, be it unto you as you have said. It's going to happen. And what gets me about this girl who has been screaming and hollering and crying and yelling and shaking her hair down and making all kind of noise and acting like a heathen, when she got a word, when she got a word, she got up. Oh my, all I need is a word from God. 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 I don't need a pregnancy test. I don't need my cycles to stop. I don't need any outer sign of a breakthrough. All I need is a word. A promise is built on his word. A word is built on integrity. In spite of all of her issues, she knew that if God said it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It seals the deal. And she walks out, says, there, glory to God. What happened to faith? What happened to us getting word after word after word after word after word and still walking out unchanged? How can we hear so much preaching and still walk out unchanged? She didn't even get it from God. She got it from God's servant, but it was still God's word and it changed her countenance. She didn't even look like the same woman. I don't know who it's for, but you're not going to leave here like you came. You're not going to leave here like you came in here. And the Bible says, now, now, watch this. Elkanah, the Bible says Elkanah knew Hannah. When she got home, said, I couldn't wait for you to get back home. <laughs> this phrase says that God will move men to set up his promise. 
in your life. He won't do it without them. He will do it through them. Watch this. Give and it shall be given unto you again. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Watch this. Shall, shall men give unto thy bosom. God said, you gave it to me. I'm going to give it back to you, but I'm going to give it back to you through He'll make people like you. I'm looking for somebody that believes the word of God. He will make people like you. He will make people choose you. He will make people want you. He will make people pick you. Somebody in here who's been walking in divine favor understands the words that are coming out of my mouth. Won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? You might not think that was God that made Elkanah know her, but yes, it was. He came home from church and Elkanah said, I kind of feel like going on, praise the Lord. I want you to understand that the heart of the king is in the hand of God. That your boss is in his hands. That your neighbors are in his hand. That the judge is in his hand. That the courtroom is in his hands. I want you to know that when God gets ready to bless you, he will give people a different attitude about you. Open doors you couldn't see make ways you couldn't imagine. I don't care how many other people put in an application. When God gets ready, he'll bring yours to the top. I had to praise him a minute, Emmett, because I seen him bless me through people I knew didn't like me. I've seen him make my enemies my footstool. I've seen him turn it around and they had to bless me. Can I get a witness in here? And the Bible said, while Elkanah was knowing her, sit on down, I'm just talking to you. While Elkanah was in the process of knowing her, God remembered her. That's a tag team situation. Elkanah's doing the knowing, but God is doing the remembering. If Elkanah doesn't do his part, it won't happen. But let's face it, Elkanah had done his part before and it didn't work. But when God gets behind it, I don't know who this is for, but the Lord remembered you. It must not be for them, I'ma try y'all. I don't know who this is for, but the Lord remembered you. The anointing will fall, not when you are being served. It will fall when you serve. 
That's the aha moment. This is giving you a, a mindset to move your sermon through as opposed to an outline. You must first understand in context what the tax law looks like, how it implicates businesses, churches, nonprofits, and the like. You want to control your own narrative. So take possession of a Google page, tell your own story. Do what you can do and watch God do what you cannot. This is a time for you to see this as an opportunity because you were born for this moment. The International Pastors and Leadership Conference for 2019 is headed to Tampa Bay, Florida. Register today to take advantage of our exclusive $99 offer. We hope to see you in Tampa Bay, Florida in 2019. This is where it gets interesting. She has now had her baby. She's got the promise. I thought the real test of faith is when you don't have it and you have to believe it anyway. But that's not the real test of faith. The real test of faith is when you finally got it and you got to give it up. After going through all the hell you went through to finally get the breakthrough and you're holding the baby in your arms, And now, she has to give it up. Now, this is fine for a Bible story, but this is not just a Bible story. This is a relationship between a mother and her child. Brothers, let me talk to y'all for a minute. There is something about the bond between a mother and her child. I'm not talking about a woman who had a baby. I'm talking about a mother, a real mother and her child. It's absolutely amazing. It is that bond between Hannah and her child that when, when Elkanah gets ready to go to the temple the next time, she, he said, come on, let's go. She said, no, 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 no. I've not yet weaned him. Now, they went every year. So we know she missed the first year. So she has had this child for two years. That's a long time to have a child. That's a lot of bonding between her and the child. But you see, the deal between her and God was this. She told God, if you give it to me, I'll give him back to you. See, we are always saying stuff to God, but we don't keep our end of the bargain. Lord, if you just give me this job. Lord, if I just get a second chance. Lord, if you get me out of this. Lord, if you bring me out of this, I'll serve you. And after God gets you out, you don't keep your end of the bargain. She said, when I've weaned him, I'll bring him. And so 
it's on, at least on the second year that she gets an ephah and gets a goat and starts moving to the temple with her child to give him back to God. Oh, stay, Samuel. You can't go back with me. I'm going to leave you someplace you've never been before. And I'm going home alone. Don't cry, baby. I'll see you from time to time. Mama love you. You know mama love you. This is the hardest thing I ever had to do. But I made a vow to the Lord. And I can't take it back. And she goes back home to the house without Samuel. And there Panina is still <laughs> running around the house with her children. And Hannah has finally got a child, but he's gone. And she's right back. In the same situation she was before. And I asked God, I said, God, I don't see the point. Why would you take her through all of that? And she finally has the child, but she don't have it. She is a mother, but she's not. She's right back in the situation she was in before. And he said, you don't see it. I said, what? He said, it wasn't ever about Samuel. It was never about Samuel. It was about opening up her womb. And her bringing Samuel to me was first things first. It was first fruits. And God said, if you seek ye first the kingdom of God, in all of its righteousness, you will never outgive me. He said, you crying because she gave me one, but I gave her back five. I want to talk to somebody who had to give up something. Whatever you gave up, God said he's going to give it back to you again. Press down, shaking together, and run it over. The only reason you don't get it is that if you don't put first things first. God said, all you saw was one child. I wanted to open up her womb for five more were coming behind that first one. 
And you see Samuel as the child. But he wasn't the child. He was the test. Sometimes God blesses you to test you to see if you'll take the blessing and walk away. <laughs> or whether you'll come back and bring it back to him. I remember there were 10 lepers that they asked the Lord to heal them. And Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible said that they were healed as they went, nine of them kept on walking, but one of them said, first things first, before I do anything else, I got to go back to the God that made it possible for me to have this opportunity. And he said, Lord, I know I ought to be in the priest right now, but I just had to come back and say thank you. And the Lord said nine of them got healed, but you were made whole. There's something about coming back to God. Oh, I wish I had to. I wish I had. I wish I had a witness. I thought, I thought when my lights was off, I was being tested. When they laid me off my job, I thought I was being tested. When I had to go up my mama's house to get water, I thought I was being tested. When I only had one suit, and they called me One Suit Jakes, I thought I was being tested. When Sarita was washing my suits because we couldn't put them in the cleaners, I thought I was being tested. When I raised my first kids on WIC, I thought I was being tested. But the real test is never what you don't have. The real test is when God opens the door, when he opens the blessing, when he makes the way, when he brings you out. How do you remember God? See, the other part wasn't a test because I couldn't do nothing about it anyway. It was something I had to go through. But my faith isn't proven on what is forced on me. My faith is proven when I have a choice. See, it wasn't the real climax of the story was not that God remembered Hannah. It was that Hannah remembered God. And Hannah said, I'm going to pass this test. I wouldn't have this to give if you didn't give it to me. And God says, this is the principles of promise. I will bless people I can trust. No man who loses houses 
or land, sister or brother, if he lose it in this life, I will give it back 100-fold in this life. That's not in heaven. He said, whatever you lost serving me, I will give it back to you 100-fold. Not when you die in this life. For everything I took you through, for everything you offered to me, everything you gave me, God said. I'll give it back to you. 100 fold. Hey everybody, I've got to stop today, but it's been a real privilege to share the word with you today. Sometimes God can't fill us with his presence and his blessings because we're carrying so much emotional baggage that we can't receive it. Focusing on what you lost and who wronged you is robbing you of seeing the amazing opportunities God has placed all around you. Let go of all that baggage. I know you feel like you need it, but you really don't. Let it go. And God will do such an amazing work in you that you won't even look like what you've been through. Before we go, I'd like to thank all of our global partners. We could not broadcast the gospel around the world without your continued support. If you are not a partner and would like to help us reach more people with the word of God, just text the letters GPS and any giving amount to the numbers 28950. You can also visit us at tdjpartners.org. Thank you. God bless you. God will use your opposition to accomplish his purpose because your time is now. The real battleground is in your mind. It's never in your circumstance. It's always in your head. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's critical message, This Is Your Opportunity, on CD, and these seven cards reminding us of God's promises. God will hide your greatest moments in a mess. Anything can happen at any time, and yet he'll let you just slide in. And when your gift is $100 or more, we will add the Your Time Is Now series on USB, as well as these attractive hot and cold tumblers. I can walk through danger. This is not an opposition. This is an opportunity. A new life comes from a new mind and a new way of looking at your life. Say goodbye to shoulda, woulda, coulda, because your time is now. If you're in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. If God says the trigger point of my supply is your need, no wonder he hates a proud look because a proud look will never admit need. If you allow what's behind you to become more important than the promise that God has ahead of you, then you will allow yourself to be destroyed before you get to your destination. Study what it means to own your own ice cream shop. It's more than scooping cones, baby, but you gotta work we're so excited to have an idea that we put the idea on Facebook before God can even manage the idea. This is a season where we don't post about it. We pray about it. I'm here to cut through their bondage. I'm here to cut through the box that they tried to put me in. It's the Woman Thou Art Loosed Masterclass.
October 18th through the 20th in Dallas, Texas. Register today at WTAL.org. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.